Mindfulness mode. Healing is not hard. It's not a process. It's meant to be quick and easy. Hey, Mindful Tribe, welcome to the show once again. We are going to be talking about a topic that I absolutely love, and the topic is dogs. And uh, as you probably know, I have my my friend Sadie, who did pass away, but she's still with me in a lot of ways, and she was so special and uh, really an incredible, incredible member of our family. But I'm here with a guest who became a distinguished professional trainer and competitor with dogs by the age of 30 but her journey with dogs began at the mere age of four and for a long time she saw dogs as a hobby she specialized in rehabilitating the most challenging cases and forming unique connections and so on but later it became obvious that She had this unparalleled bonding to dogs and that she even had some sort of, well, let's say psychic connection. So we're going to talk all about this with Heather Lee. I'm with Heather Lee Strom today. Heather Lee, it's so good to have you on the show. Are you in mindfulness mode today, Heather Lee? I am always in mindfulness mode. Thank you very much for having me, Bruce. (laughs) I'm, I'm honored to have you on the show. So Heather Lee, what does mindfulness mean to you? Wow, you know, mindfulness mindfulness is a really big word and it is a broad term. So it means so many different things to different people. But for me, it means three things. Feeling the space between the seconds, yeah. right? There's yeah. a space between each second and being able to feel that, palpate it and and acknowledge it and read it is is incredibly powerful. Also, hearing the silence between the thoughts is very important. And finally, finding the peace within the chaos. Mm. That's my mindfulness. Wow. I love that. And no guest has ever put it that way. I, I really think that's powerful. So you had a transformation, so to speak, around 2020, I believe, just after COVID started. Can you tell us a little bit about what happened as far as that transformation is concerned? Oh, I'd love to. And during the 2020 lockdown, I received a very specific sign, although at the time, I didn't know what it meant at all. And I'm not going to give away what it is. When you read the book, you'll go, what? Because it's something that nobody would ever come across in their everyday life. So it was an obvious sign that something huge was about to happen. And I just had this feeling, this energy come over me that tingled all over. And I just went, whoa, I knew something was happening. So things started to rev up for me in my energetic field. I could feel changes coming. I could feel really big things coming, but I didn't know what. At the time, I've been a physical therapist for 30 years. I've also been a massage therapist and a functional medicine practitioner. I was really ingrained in working in the medical profession and on the physical body. Mm -hmm. So here things were starting to shift for me. And I found that I needed people to help me sort through it. I knew I was going to need a support system. So I found myself a um, a shaman that I could work with as a mentor. I found a hypnotherapist that I could work with also to help me dig into what I was going to need. Although I didn't know at the time what it was going to be. 
I also had a numerologist that I relied on to help me sort of figure out the 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 spaces between the space, right? Mm-hmm. And by twenty the um, March of twenty twenty two, I received instructions that I was going to write a book. I've never written a book. Didn't even know I could write a book. And then I didn't even know what I was going to write about. But as the clues started coming in, I started to understand I was going to write about dogs. Oh, great. I've had 30 personal dogs. This is going to be a really easy book to write. Well, still, I didn't understand. The true topic of the book was not just about the beautiful bonds I had with my dogs throughout my entire life and all the wonderful things we did together, but it was about the healing opportunities that they brought to me throughout my entire life. And not only that, but it introduces a new concept about dogs, which we've never known before, is that they carry with them an access to an interdimensional version of dogs that's here to help humanity heal. And that is what happened when I wrote my book, or rather their book. They (laughs) healed me from not only childhood trauma and pain, but also lifetimes of trauma with their advanced healing techniques. And it was so fast. It was incredible. So it turns out, long story short, the whole purpose of the book was to introduce this new healing technology to humanity. Wow. And the book is so powerful. And you explain all that in the book. Yeah. What you've just told us now. I'm really interested in what you learned from the numerologist. So tell us about that. You know, I've always been drawn to numerology. It blows my mind. I can't even, I'm not a numbers person, <laughs> but I know that numbers are significant. And she was the first person that I, I met with her a year before I met with anybody else and before I even really felt this big shift coming on. But she predicted everything that happened within the next 15 months based on my numbers. And she even predicted that I was a person I didn't even know I was. <laughs> and within the next year and a half, I became that person. I went, oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> Do you feel is. like a different person now? Oh, I am completely different. If, if you talk to my husband, he's like, oh, yeah, she's not even the same as she was before. He's had to kind of – it's been a, a real wild ride for him because he's just been watching from the outside. And he doesn't believe in anything that I believe. So he's kind of like, oh. what's happening? <laughs> well, I was going <laughs> to say, it must, was it difficult to remain in that relationship because of all the changes that happened with you? I think – it's hard for him, except, and we did a podcast on this too, because this is a, is a point for many people, many couples yeah. in the same situation. He had to find his center and he had to honor himself while he was honoring me. Right. So it takes a really um, grounded person to be able to do this. He doesn't want to follow me on my journey, but he supports me on my journey. Hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah. Wow. And tell us about the hypnosis because I'm a hypnotist and I'm very yeah. fascinated with this. I, um, I'd never done hypnotherapy before. I was very intimidated by it. I, you know, working with a stranger and not knowing what's going to come out or what's going to happen is a very scary mm-hmm. thing, especially if you don't mm-hmm. know the person. And I was dealing with someone who was in 
London, England. So I had never met her. It was on Zoom. And I was like, how is this going to work? And I had always imagined hypnotherapy mm. as being a very deep right. experience. And I was surprised how light it was. Mm -hmm. It was very much like a meditation. And at first I thought it wasn't working because I'm like, I'm not deep enough. <laughs> so, but what it allowed me to do was to experience parts of myself that I needed to remember, to experience parts of other people who I felt like had wronged me, but really hadn't. It also allowed me to meet the canine spirit guides for the first time ever when I opened one door and there's hundreds of dogs in there and they're all jumping up and down and barking and wagging oh, wow. their tail. And for the first time in my entire career, I could hear them talk to me. So this, this was the first, and it, oh, I had chills just ran through my body and it was so emotional. And also during my very first hypnotherapy session, the very first door I opened, I met my soul the first time. And that to me was critical because so many of us have never met mm -hmm. our own soul. And that energy was to me, mm -hmm. I thought it was God. I, it was so peaceful, so light, loving, unconditional. I didn't want to leave. Mm -hmm. I wanted to stay in that space mm -hmm. forever. And I said, is this God? I mean, this is so magnificent. It's got to be God. And I was told, no, this is you. This is your soul. So what that meant to me was that we are very out of touch with who we really are. Because if we'd ever met our soul, we would never have any mm -hmm. anger, violence, because in that space, it's impossible. It's only possible to experience love and light and joy. And so are you religious? Are you a Christian? I do not consider myself a Christian. My father was a um, preacher and also later became a um, psychotherapist. And so I grew up with a religious practice. Um, mm -hmm. It just didn't contain everything that I intuitively knew to be true. So I would go to church, I would practice, you know, religion, but it wasn't everything for me. I just knew there was more. And so now that I have had the experiences that I have, I've got a direct pipeline to source and I know it's more. Wow. And so tell us how your actual life has changed now as a result of all of this that you've described. Wow. So I've moved completely out of the physical with my practice and now I'm working energetically using the healing tools that the canine guides used with me. I'm using them with my clients in private sessions, group events, mentoring, meditation <clears throat> instruction. I teach the meditation um, techniques that they taught me. Um, and I move in total flow now. So talk about being mindful. I listen to every little clue I'm given and I follow. And in order to do this, you have to drop all expectation. You have to drop all resistance. 
You have to be able to identify um, those parts of you that are wanting to contract and not allow you to expand. So it takes a whole lot of experience, but first you have to, in my experience, you have to remove the barriers. So you have to remove the pain. You have to remove the karma. It has to be healed and released. And that's what the guides did for me. So now I'm an open channel to hear what I'm meant to hear. Okay. So are you working with clients one-on-one now? You're working with people or do you work a lot with canine clients? No, I work all with people. These, And I do work one-on-one as well as I have a podcast and I have group events too. Um the canine spirit guides work with all humanity. So you don't have to have a dog. You don't have to like dogs. I'd say 75% of my clientele don't even have dogs. Oh, They are just wanting to heal. They're wanting answers. They're wanting to move forward in their life. Oh, okay. Well, this is really, really interesting. I know that you have some ayahuasca stories. Tell me about that. Oh, and, and I even put one of them in my book. Um, As I moved through my healing process, I healed throughout the whole time I was writing the book. The book was done in six months. Okay. So I started from not knowing what I was going to write to having a completed book within six months because it was channeled. But through this whole six months, I was totally healing through the techniques the guides were using on me. So when I turned the book in to the publisher for publication, I went to celebrate with ayahuasca. And I had never done ayahuasca before, but because I did my work before I got there, because I had already done my shadow work and I was communing with her just to be with her. She's a plant medicine, a teacher. I wanted to know what she had to teach me. So I had an incredible experience. And one of the very first things she taught me, it's a a beautiful story, um, you're in a room with a bunch of other people who are having their own experience when you do ayahuasca. And so everyone else was having a dramatic experience. They were remembering awful things. (laughs) They were not having a good experience. And so you, you, you know, you kind of block that out. Mm -hmm. And I was concerned because after four hours of having ayahuasca, I wasn't having an experience at all. And finally, after this four hours, everyone else is almost done with their experience with her with their journey finally ayahuasca appears to me and this plant will appear in in human form so to speak like it feels like there's a person next to you speaking to you she's very powerful and she appeared to me and she said you are resisting and i said what how can i resist i am here in total openness i am willing ready what do you mean i'm resisting All of a sudden, I started having these psychedelic experiences, and these beautiful colors were whirling around, and it was just gorgeous. It was almost dizzying. You know, this is the trip that most people have on a psychedelic, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the trip. And that's why most people do psychedelics is because of the trip, because they want to escape reality to have the trip. Well, she's standing there next to me, and she says, don't fall for the trip. And I said, what do you mean? This is beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Don't fall for the trip. If you want to have the experience, you have to control the trip and get to the deep work. I said, oh, 
So then my consciousness started to control the experience and it said, stop. And everything that had been moving stopped, froze. And it formed little dots. And these little dots all lined up into arrows. And the arrows then shot out into the distance and took me on a journey into the depths of my soul. Wow. And she said to me, now, the sperm doesn't know where it's going when it searches out the ovum. But it goes full force with full conviction around the bend as hard and fast as it can with every ounce of intention only to permeate that ovum, right? Mm -hmm. The sperm that gets to the ovum and bounces off and goes, wait a minute, what's this? I wasn't expecting this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't achieve, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what she was teaching me. You have to have total commitment and faith in your process and your path in order to get there. Don't oh. fall for the glitter. Yeah. Don't fall for the conflict. Don't fall for the distractions. You tell some incredible stories, and we just started. And Heather Lee, your book is called Canine Spirit Guides, The Healing Power of Man's Best Friend. And canine is the letter K and then the number nine. Canine Spirit Guides. So Mindful Tribe, you'll, you'll probably want to get your hands on this book because I can tell you that it's gripping. Like, I didn't want to put it down. You know, because there are so many stories and you just don't know where you're going in this book. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was quite intrigued. So I, I want to know more about uh, more about the ideal client that you work with and the kind of transformation that you can achieve with the work that you do. Oh, that's a great question. So um, most of the people who find their way to me are people who have been everywhere else. And nothing really seems to stick or it's not getting deep enough or it's not going fast enough. These are people who are ready for profound change, who are ready to step out into the world in the, in the essence that they were intended to. So a lot of people are waking up. These are very powerful tools that the Canine Spirit Guides use and they work instantly if you allow it. If your ego doesn't want to allow it, it won't happen. So these are the people who come into me. So they have, uh, they have lifelong trauma. They may or may not know about. I didn't know about mine until I started the work. Um, they are stuck in life, or they feel like they're lost. Like for me, eleven years before my journey began, I was in a cocoon. Everything was quiet. Everything was silent. I felt like I had lost myself. I felt like God had left me. I looked in the mirror and I couldn't see myself. Uh, it was like a void that it was looking back at me. And this is a cocoon that I now know indicates you're in preparation phase. Something is about to change. So this is a great time to go inward and find those tools of connection so that you're ready when the opportunity comes. But these are the people. So you might have a dog, you might not. You might have this beautiful dog experience, this bond that you you had with the canine, and now they're gone. Mm-hmm. And you want to find that connection again. 
Or you might have a dog in your life right now. You're like, this is a really special being. What is this dog trying to communicate to me? Because some of them are incredibly advanced spiritual souls. Yeah. Um, and you can tell usually. Um, so there's, there's that complexity. But usually it's just the people who are ready. They know in their heart and their soul there's something more. And they're ready to elevate themselves into that more, into that higher frequency, expand their vibration. So when someone works with you, is it a one session thing or do you work for like 10 sessions or how does this go? I have a solo session that I do with one spirit guide, one canine spirit guide. And that usually opens the door because a lot can come up in that session and Usually the person will be like, well, I didn't know that about myself. I didn't, I didn't know that I had that experience. And we're not talking about concrete things here. We're talking about they'll give me information about past lives. They'll give me information from other dimensions. They'll give me information about, information about your purpose here. A lot of people want to know, why am I here? Mm -hmm. Sometimes they'll give me that information if, if that's what you need to know at that moment. Right. And, um, and then they'll tell me, what needs to be healed? What's holding you back? What are you in contraction over? And that's what the session will be about. We'll do a healing session right then and there. Energetically, they'll come in and they'll help you remove, stir up, agitate, and then explode and dissolve whatever's holding you back so that you can move to the next level. So from there... Of course, most people need some hand-holding because this, this is a process that moves very fast. So I do have an immersion program that's a three-month program where we do this every two weeks. Oh. And that involves a little bit more mentoring around it right. so that you can integrate the changes that are happening. Because our ego needs to understand, right? Sure. The ego is like, well, what does that mean? What's going on? It doesn't really yeah, it doesn't really matter what it means, really. And you really don't have to understand what you're being healed from. But the ego thinks it does. I see. And how much does this three-month program cost? It's 1800 to do the three-month program, the immersion program. Mm -hmm. At this moment. I don't know when, yeah. when people will be viewing that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, you told me um, just before we hit record, you said that... Um, you said that uh, you had changed your name as a part of this transformation. And I find that really fascinating, Heather Lee. Tell us about that. Well, just like numerology, you know, your, your name carries a vibration, an energetic resonance, right? Mm -hmm. So the, the name I had before no longer served me because it embodied my fractured masculine that I had at that time. Oh, and now that I've been healed and I've changed my vibration more to the divine feminine with a little bit of healed masculine when I need it, I'm mostly sitting in divine feminine right now. The name had to resonate with my current address. So okay. my guides gave me the name that I needed to embody that perfectly reflected where I stand right now. Okay, so you said you're living your divine feminine now. And so I know you're married. So how did that go over with your husband and your relationship? I find that really interesting. Well, you know, I've, because of my trauma and my pain in my childhood, I was always 
on the guard. I was always in defense of myself, not letting anyone else um, help me because only I, I'm the only one who could help myself or look out after myself. Those are all the programs I was running that I could never figure out how to dissolve until the canine guides did it for me. So it softened me. It made me more open, more vulnerable, more loving, mm-hmm. more understanding. I mean, it completely changed me. So it made me a better wife. <laughs> I don't think my husband has any complaints about that whatsoever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I had before that, I had been, I was a much more masculine. I was much more like the husband than the wife because oh. I wanted to control everything because it wasn't safe unless I was in control. Oh. That's interesting. Wow. Well, you have a, a podcast called Howling at the Moon with the Canine Guides. What has that been like, launching this podcast and, and doing this? That is really fun. And that happened like that. I, had, I wasn't planning it. It just happened. Um, and so what we do in that podcast is we explore the channeled messages that I get from the guides. And there are so many because they won't be quiet, <laughs> mm. constantly channeling messages in, not just through my my um, client experiences, but just throughout the day, they're constantly sending me messages. Um, so we explore those messages um, and we have a specific topic for the podcast. And, and part of that is that they will gift a frequency or an um, energetic experience to the audience during that podcast. So I was uh, preparing for a group event a couple, two, three weeks ago, I guess, Mm -hmm. um, around, I can't remember what the topic was, but one of the spirit guys was going to come in and work with the group. It was a private event. Mm -hmm. And right before, just three days before the event, which I had been marketing and getting people, you know, signed up for, they tell me, we need to do a group event right before the big event. And I'm like, what? (laughs) What do you mean? I don't have time. It's only three days. They said, just do it. So I did it. I scheduled it. I put it on social media. I had more people show up for that event than I did the scheduled event. And what they did was they decided they, um, interestingly, gifted a hall pass to everybody. So normally when we do energetic expansion, we're not able to expand energetically until we've healed the the broken parts of us that are occupying that space. That space has to be freed up before you can energetically expand. Mm -hmm. So they were gifting a hall pass to this group so that the next day in the energetic session, they would be able to receive this incredibly powerful canine guide that usually does not work with beginners because she's so advanced. I didn't know she was going to be the one working with the group that day. I didn't know. I still wouldn't know until the next day. So I'm like, oh, this is really interesting. I've never had you guys offer this before. So we did this energetic expansion with the group and everybody felt it. Actually, the canine guides went around the whole group and picked with so everyone in the group even people who don't meditate or can't see anything they all could see one of the canine guides in front of them and everyone had an energetic experience through um, the session and they all felt the shift and then the next day that's when I found out when we did the group healing session that was scheduled originally 
that's when I found out that we were working with this incredibly powerful guide. And I went, oh, wow, that's why we had to do that, because otherwise they wouldn't be able to hold that frequency. So I never know what's going to happen. They give me the topic and I kind of wait for the download to find out how it's going to all unfold and who's going to show up and what kind of energy we're sharing with the group that day. But it's all really powerful stuff. That is fascinating. It really is. Well, Heather Lee, you have a whole chapter in your book about bullying. And that's a question I always ask about and how mindfulness has made a difference and so on. Can you can you kind of tell us about that? Share it here on the podcast? Yeah, um, that was a painful chapter to write for sure. Mm -hmm. um, just mostly because I felt so alone during that part of my life, you know, um, Nobody would help me when I was eight, uh, eight or nine, I think daycare. Um, I was bullied by a, a kid that was younger than me, you know, a boy that was younger than me. And what I didn't know at the time was that he had a crush on me. Oh, and that was the only way he, at that age, that was the only way he knew how to try and express himself was he bullied me, but I was hiding under tables and <clears throat> terrified for, I don't know how long this went on, maybe a year, I think. Um, and then I was also um, bullied by a, a counselor at church camp that same year. So a, a lot of bullying, and it just caused me to retreat. It caused me to, to not trust anybody, to not trust the world, because um, nobody helped me. The teachers didn't help me. My parents didn't help me. You know, back then it was the sticks and stones, yeah. yes, that they fed us. Yes. And, you know, now they understand how traumatic it is. Yeah. Now they understand that it turns people into killers, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so I'm thankful for that. Um, but back then, I just, it, it, it just ate me up inside. Um, what I've learned through writing this book is that I, that was a message for me. I was attracting that experience in order to heal a part of me that felt bullied. And that's one thing that Canine Spirit Guides helped me to heal was that, um, that I, I, don't, I hate to say brokenness within me, but it was a fractured part of my soul that had been damaged from previous experiences. And my ego was attracting that experience so that I would be aware of it. So through mindfulness now, I go, why is this happening? Why am I experiencing this? What is the message for me in this experience? And now I can go, oh, okay, I need to let this go. And now it will no longer find its way to me. Right. Wow. Thanks for sharing that. Wow. This this book must have been so therapeutic to write. Yeah, but, you know, the word therapeutic to me is cognitive. Mm -hmm. it, it was so much more than cognitive because right. cognitively I didn't even understand what was happening when I was writing the book. Mm -hmm. It it was an absolute healing liberation is what it was. So before you wrote the book, if somebody had said to you, you know, you're going to write a book and that book will be channeled through you, what would you have thought? I I wasn't even a spiritual person before I wrote the book. I wasn't meditating. I, I didn't even think I was psychic. Channeling to me was a scary thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, oh, that's kind of freaky. I don't know if I want to do that. All this was foreign before it just happened to me. So what's happened with your friends and relatives? Do they think that you're kind of strange now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, 
And you know, that's, that's the risk we take, right? And that's why so many people don't want to change. That's why so many people don't want to grow because you have to be willing to walk your own path. And for some time it might be alone. And some of these people will not go with you. Like my husband, he's not going with me. I'm walking my own path and I have to be okay with that. Mm. And as a healed person, I'm totally fine with that. I'm, I'm empowered by that. But as my my um, unhealed person that would have terrified me if no one is supporting me i must be doing something wrong you know if no one if the family doesn't embrace what i'm doing it must be wrong i don't want to live in that space but as we learn to heal we're okay being sovereign no one else can actually occupy the space that we occupy because we are individual souls wow this is really all so interesting. And your website is heatherleestrom.com. Heather, H-E-A-T-H-E-R, Lee, L-E-I-G-H, and Strom is S-T-R-O-M, heatherleestrom.com. What can we expect to find at your website, Heather Lee? Oh, you'll find all of my events that are coming up, whether they're group events or podcasts. That There's an events page you can check out. You can also access a really cool free meditation from one of the canine spirit guides, which is incredibly powerful. And then also I have a free download, which is six signs that your um, the canine spirit guides are working through your dog, which is a really cool download. Oh. And then also you can schedule an appointment if you feel like you want to do a session. Interesting. Well, I know that dogs are are your thing. What about cats and other animals and other pets? Is it similar? Yes. There's going to be more animal kingdoms coming through. They started with the dogs because of how open we are with dogs and how our hearts are just so connected to the dogs. But I've, I've been hearing more and more about more animal kingdoms that are going to be coming through. And certainly all animals from my experience and what I've learned and what I've seen, all animals are much more spiritually evolved than humanity is. Mm. So all of the animals on this planet are here to support us, to communicate with us, to provide experiences for us to learn about and talk about mindfulness. When I have a hawk fly over my head, I pay attention. That hawk has a message for me when he appears in my periphery like that. So, Every animal is trying to talk to us. That's interesting that you say that because I walk every day and and sometimes, you know, when I hear birds, I think, oh, there's something going on here. There's some kind of communication. I thought, well, I don't know if that makes any sense. Or I walk by horses yeah. in a field. I walk by pigs. And I uh-huh. feel like those pigs and I we're aware of each other and there's some kind of communication going on. So you don't think that's craziness at all then? Oh no, that's accurate. That's absolutely accurate. What, what you have to remember is that this earth plane moves so slowly in the spiritual plane, everything is moves much faster. Okay. So spiritually those pigs knew you were coming, right? Right. They knew because they could see it before it even happened. And that's how psychic abilities work. Because you tap into that different plane, you can see the future because the future's already happened. Mm. So the, the animals have a direct connection to the divine. They have a direct connection to a place where there is no time. And they, ha- they also are connected to our 
um, our blueprint and they know what we came here to achieve. So they're tapping into that. And so something might happen if a deer runs into your car, you know, makes a mess out of everything. Well, there's a message for you. That deer knew you were going to drive down that road right at that moment. Mm -hmm. That's interesting, too. Wow, I think we could talk for hours, Heather Lee. I just, <laughs> you know, I was thinking about my pets, you know, like we had our two cats who are sisters and and we got them when our son was young and they were special to us. But the one cat was very quiet and reserved and she kind of kept her own space. And then we got a dog and they learned to get along with each other. But the dog uh, was very outgoing, a little, uh, uh, trying to... Uh, Anyway, she, she tried to make friends, and the one cat was fine with that, but the other cat is like, no way, we're not going to be friends ever. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and then they passed away, except for the cat that was very reserved, and she continued to live on. And then I felt like I developed a really close relationship with her. And when I would do my exercises, she would always come in, and she would do her exercises, and I'd be laying on the floor and doing different kinds of things. And she would lay on the floor beside me and she would stretch and she would do all these things as well. And I felt, wow, it feels like there's more and more of a connection here. So yeah. in talking to you, it kind of makes all this make sense, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's yeah. a lot more going on here on the planet than we realize. Right, right. Wait until you tap into Mother Earth. That's huge. Wow. You and that's are... something I help. It, the, I have a meditation program that's on my website. And that's one of the things I teach in my meditation mini course is how to tap into the trees and the planet. Okay. I was just going to ask you, what does your meditation practice look like? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, wow. You know, keep in mind, I didn't know how to meditate before I started writing this book. And it was never something I wanted to do because I don't like to sit still. I don't like to quiet my mind. Mm -hmm. So my meditation actually uses my mind. Now, the ego has to take a seat and not be involved because the ego is what makes you question everything. The ego keeps you separated from your divinity, from your source, and from your own soul. Mm -hmm. And it does that as a protective technique. So it, it serves a purpose, but in certain cases, it needs to just sit in the corner and be quiet. Right. So when I meditate, those are my instructions. And um, so my meditations are very active. They, um, I don't sit quietly and um, zero my mind out. Mm -hmm. When I'm meditating, I'm working. So I'm connecting. I'm finding the connection to my soul. I'm finding the connection to the planet Earth. I'm finding the connection to one of the canine spirit guides, and I'm asking for information. And I'm getting information. And at the same time in that session, I'm receiving a healing around that information. So this is what I teach in my meditation mini course is how to do that. And it starts real gradual. And it's a it's a channeled experience. So you're actually receiving frequency during the training that will help you elevate to that level, will help you gain those skills that you need. So it's it's a little bit different than just listening to a a guided meditation. It's actually a working session and it's energetically shifting you. Okay, very, very interesting. Well, I do recommend your book and I will say that um, 
like I said, it just pulled me right in. I haven't entirely finished the book yet, but wow, it is a book that I, I think that any of my Mindful Tribe listeners would really enjoy this book because it's just, it's easy to read, but it's absolutely fascinating. Thank you. Yeah. As you get further into the book, you won't be able to put it down because yeah. it speeds wow. up. So okay. there's a frequency to the book. As you go through the book, the frequency gets more intense and it gets faster. And it also allows the book to go deeper. Well, this is something I'm looking forward to. I'll tell you that much now. As we move forward in the interview, Heather Lee, I want to ask you five quick answer questions. So just 30 second answers are perfect. The first one is okay. this. Who is one person, or maybe it isn't even a person, one person who has really been a very powerful mindfulness influence on you? Keanu Reeves. Oh, really? That's fascinating. If, if you ask me, he is Jesus reincarnated. Wow. Okay. That's, wow. Okay. My second question is about emotions and how mindfulness has helped you to deal with your emotions in a different way. Yeah. Emotions are powerful learning and healing tools. So when I have an emotion, I stop and I say, what's this about? What do I need to know here? What do I need to release? Okay. And my next question is about breathing. And we haven't really talked about breathing or breathing techniques or anything like that. What can you share about this? So many of us don't breathe. And I included catch myself not breathing. And when I feel stressed, I especially notice I'm not breathing. And when I finally open up and take that deep breath, it's like a drink of ice cold water on a hot summer day. Mm. And the body goes, thank you. You know, <laughs> it's very yeah. important to breathe. Yeah, for sure. So your book is fantastic. Like I already said, Canine Spirit Guides. What other books or book would you recommend that's related to mindfulness? Oh, the Upanishads. Um, I don't know the title of it. I'd have to look it up. Um, but there's a book about the Upanishads teaching that I also um, read. I, I use it energetically, too. And also okay. I can recommend Clayton John Anger's book, um, The Ego's Code, is very good. Okay, The Ego's Code. Well, if you send me the name of that book after, I'll put it in our show notes at mindfulnessmode.com. Great, okay. Okay, and lastly, any apps that you find are helpful? Yes, I did use a chant. Okay. It's an Indian chant. And I can't remember the name of it, but I can send it to you. Okay. Um, it is. I do recommend using it. It helped me to dissolve a lot of trapped energy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'll put that in our show notes as well. So, Heather Lee, do you have any events coming up that any of my Mindful Tribe listeners might be interested in? Oh, absolutely. So, on um, November 19, we have a podcast that's going to help people... Um, deal with the stress of the holidays, especially around being around family that you don't necessarily like, or there's a lot of conflict. Mm -hmm. So the guides are going to offer an energetic frequency to help shift you through this, to make it an easier process for you and for them. And then on December 3rd, I have a private event you must register for, and it's going to be a five-hour immersion healing workshop with two of the canine spirit guides oh and we can find out more on your website is that true 
Yes, the events page has both of those listed on it so that you can get to the events and register. Okay, check that out, Mindful Tribe. That will be well worth attending. Thank you for telling yeah. us about that, Heather Lee. Absolutely. Well, it's certainly been absolutely fascinating talking to you, Heather Lee. Any final words of advice as we wrap up the interview? Yeah, they always the canine guides always like me to remind people or maybe know, let them know for the first time, healing is not hard. It's not a process. It's meant to be quick and easy. Ah, okay. That's a good message. Well, with that, thank you so much for being on the show. And just, I just really appreciate you so much. Thank you, Heather Lee. Thank you, Bruce. I really enjoyed our chat. Awesome. Bye now. Bye-bye. Hey, Mindful Tribe, thanks for listening to the show today. And thanks also for going to my YouTube channel, mindfulnessmode.com slash TV and leaving a comment and liking the videos and being a subscriber. That's always awesome. Yeah, just hit on that subscribe button and I will really appreciate it. And with that, take what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode. <laughs>